Hello and welcome to the Danielle Newnham podcast where I interview founders and innovators to share the inspiring human stories behind their work. As it's International Women's Day, I wanted to do something a little different and I'm actually handing the episode over to some of the amazing women that I've had on the show in the past year. And of course, I will link to each of their original episodes in the show notes so that you can check them out in full. In order of appearance in today's show, we have the wonderful Kat Noon of Stark, Noor Shaka of Xchem and Glamorous AI, Aya Badir of Little Bits, Jane Metcalf of Wired and Neolife, Dr. Mary Lou Jepson of Oculus and Open Water, Deb Lou of PayPal and Ancestry.com, Jennifer Fan of Passion Fruit, Paulina Marinova Pompliano of The Profile, and Dr. Amory Amaphidon of Stemets. These incredible women each share one piece of advice to their younger selves today. Some of these pieces of advice are utterly heartwarming, whilst others are funny, useful, serious, and above all, they are all important messages I wanted to share with you today. So I hope you enjoy them and do check out the full episodes with each woman because they are brilliant and I want you to know about them and share their inspiring stories. Enjoy. If you could go back in time, what's one piece of advice you'd offer a younger cat? Oh, that's a hard question. Uh, that I think that was the that was the um, yeah, this is the first time in the interview that you you kind of got me. Um, oh, that's a hard question. Um, oh, um. Okay. If you don't want to do think, it, you don't have to do I, this. No, 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 no. I, I think, um, you know, it's interesting because we laugh. Uh, we laugh when, when I'm, I'm talking to, uh, or when we're talking to Emma, my daughter, because she's also <laughs> intense, but for, for different reasons. She is, she is light. She is everything that is good in this world. She's everything that is good in me that I, I think I didn't realize about myself for a long time. And it was because I was so focused on being intense and being the best and being this, that, and the third, right? And we call her the great negotiator and laugh and say, you know, just it's leadership skills. And, and it's almost like a reflection back of you, but I'm so grateful that she didn't have to go through what I did as a kid. And that's the ultimate goal, right? You never want your kids to have to repeat what you went through. Now, thinking about that and thinking about my childhood, I think one thing that I realized is that grief is not just the loss of a, 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 a person, right? Because they died. Grief, you can grieve a number of things. And I think if I could tell myself something earlier, one thing that completely changed my life was when I read that grief is just a whole bunch of love with no place to go. And I think the permission to grieve and understand what that is and why it's happening, grief of not having parents around, grief of 
not getting to do what I initially thought I was meant to do, but it turns out I, I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Grief of the loss of a parent or at least a parental figure. Um, that was, you know, my person in a lot of ways. And so if I could tell myself that I, I'd tell myself to give myself permission to, to grieve and to understand that growth will happen through that. There's such a, a learning and unlearning that happens from that. And, uh, and I think, uh, a, both a, a hardening and softening and a, a learning of how to be vulnerable and how to find joy, right. And joy being the closest we can get to vulnerability and and then with that, it's important to know joy. When I look at my daughter and I think about what it looks like when I'm in my 70s or 80s and I see her, if nothing else, I hope she knew joy in her life. That's it. The rest works itself out. I hope she knew joy. Um, so, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's what I tell myself. I wondered if you could go back to a younger Noor back in Damascus in Syria, what's one piece of advice you'd offer her? One piece of advice. That's an interesting one. Question herself less. <laughs> like be more confident. It took me it took me a long path to to get to the level where I'm confident enough with my ability to, to do things. And I still question myself sometimes. But I would perhaps ask her to kind of be more confident. Yeah. What's one piece of advice you'd offer a younger Aya? Interesting question. It's, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm going to do a two-in-one and I'm going to take kind of the previous question that you were going to ask that we chatted oh, yeah. about before and combine it. Uh, when we talk about uh, motherhood, actually, my piece of advice to every girl and woman, early on in your career, freeze your eggs so that you don't have to worry about this issue uh, question later in life, whether you think you might uh, want to have kids or not early on, you know, the realities of the way our bodies are made is uh, there is a moment where biology starts to put pressures on you that maybe you're not ready to make a decision on, or maybe, you know, you don't want to, or maybe you're afraid, or maybe society puts pressure on you, get that pressure off of you early on so that you don't have to worry about it and then live your life kind of pressure free and make your own decisions at the right time. I've recently become a mother four and a half months ago, and I've spent a lot of my time as an entrepreneur when I was running the company, stressing out about how I was going to do it, how I was going to become a mother. I knew I wanted to, but I was also very stressed and working very hard, and I felt the pressure of the clock ticking. And I think a lot of uh, that time, I, I sort of became not present in these two topics, either the company or the thoughts about motherhood and family and I think that really sort of sometimes some logistics need to just be kind of put on the side and that's something that I wish I did earlier but I'm very happy now have a four and a half month old and, and I'm now sort of getting back to the world thinking about what my next thing is very much want to continue my entrepreneurial career and develop a new thing but also now have a, a larger family that I want to think about incorporating together and I'm actually excited about that new chapter. Last question I always ask everyone is if you could go back in time and bearing in mind your childhood, I know you touched upon trauma and the fact that you were always outside and almost escaping, which so many people that innovate do, they go into their own little worlds for various reasons. 
I just wondered what's one piece of advice you'd offer a younger Jane? Find your community because where you are is not where you have to stay. And your community doesn't have to be geographically based. If you're not surrounding yourself with people who inspire you, you should keep looking because your friend group are enormously important. And I think you should be with people who inspire you. If you could go back in time, what's one piece of advice you'd offer a younger you? Oh, get an MRI. <laughs> so I didn't have to suffer so long. It's actually interesting that was it ever proposed? Or I know you mentioned earlier that, you know, it wasn't commonplace. I mean, MRIs are expensive now. So I would imagine they were obviously a, a lot more then. But didn't anyone see signs of you and think oh, this could be something to do with the brain? I mean, of course, I had really severe headaches, but MRIs were very uh you know, they, it wasn't really available in the 70s. I think in the 90s, it was in reach, but not on the health insurance I had. So save up money and get an MRI. But I suppose really seriously, younger you, I don't know, if I was young today, um, it was lonely. I, I would try to find, and I, there were, you know, a few peers that were on the same wavelengths, if you will. But I was in rural Connecticut, like, but now there's so many groups and kids and I would join a great hackers group online with in the area I liked, like optics, but whatever you like, having a bigger and better community of people that are passionate about the same things that you are is helps you grow in really interesting ways. And it's great to do it with all these great friends. So I wish I had more of that growing up. If there was one piece of advice you could offer a younger you what would it be? I would say this, which is always be learning, always be growing because, you know, you have experts, you know, people, and, and we have this when, when we hire people, there's always like the person who's the expert who's the most experienced. And then sometimes you have somebody who has very different experience. They're very diverse experience, but that person has a learning mindset. And the person who's learning will always exceed the experts at some point and the people who are adaptable. So always be learning, be adaptable, and you know, really give yourself permission to say, you know what, I don't know it today, but I can grow into it. I can learn this. That is the answer to imposter syndrome, but it's also the answer to so many of the dilemmas I've had in my career, which is I've been hardly qualified to do most of the jobs I've gotten. But instead of saying, you know what, I need to check all the boxes, I say, I'm gonna learn how to be the best I can. I think, the advice I would offer younger Jen is I read the other day, I think it was in one of the books, was something around that in the end, you can ask as many people as you want, but in the end, you have the map in your hands and no one knows exactly the path or the way and only you basically know, know the answers. So to sum it up or to shorten it, probably just, you know, trust in yourself, because I think, especially as a founder, right, there are days where you also have doubt. And I think in general, just trusting and believing in yourself and everything will be fine. If you could go back to your eight-year-old self, what's one piece of advice you'd offer her? Oh man, what a great question. I think what I would say, and I talk about this in the book, is it's okay to be different. And 
actually that difference in life is going to end up being your greatest strength because especially for kids who move to different countries when they're little and enter totally different environments, you're still so young where you're malleable enough where you're like, I can fit in. I can make this work. I can be just like Sally Joe down the street, except for the fact that I'm not blonde. But like you, you start to conform and you conform in really crazy ways where later you look back and you're like, I don't even recognize myself. Like that's not even me. And I think I was going down that path until I moved to New York where everybody's so aggressively themselves that it gives you license to be yourself. So I do think that if there's anybody listening who honestly feels like, hey, I feel like I'm trying to fit in a little too much, know that like that's going to make you severely unhappy. And it's like finding out who you really are and doing the things that make you interesting and different is what is going to allow you to create original and meaningful work. Like nothing good ever came out of conformity and imitation. If you could go back in time to a younger Anne-Marie, what's one piece of advice you'd offer her? So it's funny, people ask me this question. I'm always like, younger Anne-Marie. <laughs> I was younger Anne-Marie. I've not met anybody <laughs> like myself. So the advice I give myself is not even the advice I'd even say for others because it's it's not. The advice to younger, my real advice to younger Anne-Marie, I'll give the real and I'll give the fake one that's mm. like the one for And we'll choose which one we put in. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. So no, no, well, the real one is, I, I so I still don't take myself very seriously. And, it, and it's something that's still now, like I bumped into someone, I was in Malaysia recently and I met someone for the first time and they ended up becoming a mentor. And it's really funny because it was like, do you know that like there's so much you could be doing? I'm like, yeah, but what? And people look at me and they're like, you know, I get this now at least once a month, someone, an earnest who I've never met I, and it's always a different person it's like yeah like they're doing like I don't know if you could like dream fantasy whatever it's like who would run the country and they say Anne-Marie and I'm always like ha <laughs> me running the country ha and everyone's like no no, no. so not just younger Amory, but like Amory now mm. <laughs> it's always been take yourself more seriously man like <laughs> there's so much more you could do if you were just like I'm going to be serious but you know I struggle to be serious my fake advice for folks though for younger Amory would be find your tribe and I say this to, I said this to the school I was just at this morning, like, don't do things on your own. And, and it's not wait until you found your tribe before you do anything, but it's just always be looking out for people that you can be connected to groups that you can be a part of organizations that you can tap into, because that makes everything so much easier. Like any of those challenges that you're, that we talked about earlier, you know, you sit and you're like, oh my goodness, this is like awful. Like this thing in particular has been such a problem and you talk to five other people and you realize it's just a problem in general it's not your problem it's a problem mm. and like that having that for almost everything means that you have perspective that allows you to rise above right and get things done and maybe that's part of my framing of the positive framing i have where it's like i, I can't take these things personally because i know it's not just me um and so i think that's really a really powerful thing to be able to do as early as is possible to say hey like i was a child prodigy i wasn't the only child prodigy so like, what was I able to do or how was I able to tap into other folks and compare notes so that then now as adults, that's something we could be, maybe we can all be taking ourselves seriously together and running the country, you know, like all of those kinds of things. So I think that's my fake young Amory advice is to find your tribe. But the real one is Amory, just take it, take yourself seriously. I don't take myself very seriously. And, and it's a question people always, you know, the pressure of being role model. And it's like, yeah, well, I am one, I get it. But like, you know, I take it as seriously as I can do, but it's not like every morning I must wake up with the, I'm put on the helmet of role model, model and take that very serious. You know, it's like, no, 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 I take it seriously, but you know, 
Good enjoy ourselves as we go, right? Less of living. I do hope you enjoyed today's bonus episode. It was so fun to re-listen to all of these episodes again and to put these clips together for you. And thank you again to Kat Noon, Noor Shaka, Aya Badir, Jane Metcalf, Dr. Mary Lou Jepsen, Deb Lou, Jennifer Pham, Polina Morinova Viano, and Dr. Anne-Marie Imaphadon for sharing your stories with me. I do hope you get the chance to listen to their full interviews if you haven't already, because there are so many wonderful snippets and lessons to be found in them. I will also link to all of their Twitter handles in the show notes so that you can follow them as well. Finally, and as always, I want to leave you with a quote. And today's quote is from Kat Noon, who was the first founder we featured today. In a newsletter memo to her staff upon a product launch entitled We're the Pirates They Never Saw Coming, she said, As we traverse a green space with old players, we inevitably land on uncharted territory. People will push back. They will tell us no. But as we've said time and time again, the map is not the territory. Keep going. Carve paths others haven't dared touch. And challenge why this never existed in the first place.